Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. And we're gonna be talking about something that may blow your mind. We're gonna be talking about how he made 100K in one day. TG, sounds too good to be true. Tell me all about it, man. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Why trade alone when you can access over 100 years of trading experience right at your fingertips? Simple strategies, proven tools, real-time alerts, and an interactive trading community await. Keep it simpler with Simpler Trading by visiting their website at simplertrading.com and check it out with a $7 trial today. That's simplertrading.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Today, I have a special guest back on the line, T.G. Watkins. He's the director of stocks over at Simpler Trading. And we're going to be talking about something that may blow your mind. We're going to be talking about how he made 100K in one day. T.G., sounds too good to be true. Tell me all about it, man. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on. So basically, this was one of those trades where there was some news that was going on. There were some officials and some from the administration talking about uh, vaccine news coming out and you know, potential for having a vaccine by the end of the year. So I started noticing that certain sectors were really kind of starting to bubble and get excited and figure out what was going on. Think about high touch industries, you know, high concentration of people, airlines, cruise lines, you know, hotels, that kind of stuff. And I started looking around. I thought, OK, well, where are some of the best opportunities? And then I went through my to my scanner, my Moxie trampoline scanner that I have that's available for sale. And so we looked through that and I came up with a few names. And one of them was on my list that I've been watching for a very long time, you know, just always in the background. It was ASNA. And it, it showed up on my trampoline move. So I said, hey, I think that there's something here. I'm seeing some volume come into it. Let's go in. And I started talking to the options room about it. I started talking to my channel about it. We all started getting into it. And it even started going up that day. And then the very next day. Now, John has his plane trade where the market goes down usually when he's traveling. I was on an airplane flying from Washington back to, air, to Austin. And I had to buy some uh, um, airplane internet so that I could actually trade. And that one for a plane trade for me, that thing went sky high. It went up 85% the very next day. I was able to cash in $100,000 on that one with just stock. And uh, a lot of people in our group and our trading services were very happy about that one. So not too shabby. Oh, I can imagine. 85% in, in a day. All right. All right. All right. So, so ASNA. Now, yeah, is I this... know. It's a bit of a random stock. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is this like a low float stock or a penny stock? Or, or tell me more about it. It was a little bit along those lines. I don't typically don't go down there, but I've had this one on my list for a very long time, so I'm familiar with it, and I could just see the potential of what was going on. The whole market was on fire, and certain sectors were just really starting to pop and take off, and I thought, you know what? Sometimes you just can't be too afraid of something like this, and I saw big volumes start to come in, and everything was looking right. All the lower time frames were looking right. It was overall the moving averages that I needed. I just said, hey, let's go for it, and I was pleasantly rewarded. Yeah, absolutely. Now you talk about the volume coming in, right? Yeah. That's something that, oh man, I, I don't know how many of the the big name traders, like the Market Wizards, the William O'Neill's, things like that, they talk about you've got to see the volume coming in. 
And that is a, a real indicator that institutions are, are buying the stock. Now, were you seeing that? How, how far out were you seeing that volume start coming in? Yeah, the, the volume basically means you're not alone. You know, you don't yeah. want to be buying up the stock on your own and trying to push no. it against yourself. And so what I could see is that, yeah, this was kind of a, a lower volume stock. And when we were talking about having a million shares coming up in just the, the early part of the day, this was a this was an abnormal volume as one place, would, you know, as you normally would call it and say, well, what's looking different? Something that maybe is trading 300,000 shares per day suddenly has a million and a million and a half. Yeah, something's going on. You better start looking into that. Um, now, this does kind of go into, say, the penny stock realm. But you start looking at other stocks that uh, look at space, which is Virgin Galactic. It was trading something like 5 million shares per day. And then suddenly it's trading 23 million, 30 million, 40 million. There's something going on there and you want to follow those footsteps. Yeah, That OK, OK, I got you. Now, now talk about like you brought up space and that made me think about Tesla and about how like that's just been on a, on a tear right and it's one of those like millennial stocks right where it's like oh you buy tesla you make money right now i, I assume that asna is not one of those but like what's going on out there right things have changed obviously everybody's at home with the pandemic people are getting stimulus money um i know there are I, i've even talked to people who are actually making more money unemployed because of the the whole 600 extra dollars a week bonus than they were when they were waiting tables or something like that and uh, that may be running out soon, but in the meantime, they're getting more money staying at home. So, like, do you do you feel that that's having an impact? Do you feel that all these people are crowding in right now, and they're they're what's driving these stocks up? Yeah, uh, we'll just kind of veer off a little bit. But have you, if you guys have probably seen the Kodak trade, that is exactly what's going on with this whole stimulus thing. This is this is the new new traders coming in. Robin Hood, uh, the word kind of gets out very quickly. Uh, granted, uh, President Trump did speak about it on TV, but then people see that and say, okay, let's just jump in. And it's kind of like momentum begets more momentum. And mm -hmm. when these things start to take off and pop, 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 it's because people just see this and say, hey, there's an opportunity here and they just pile in. That is what we saw back early June when we had the airlines and the hotels and the casinos and all the crews. All these things start to really take off because the there was news about a vaccine coming out. So a lot of things are going up and, and there's definitely the market is in a, in a bull trend, but it's not as easy as it just looks. You can't just buy and hold. I, I just did a presentation the other day showing that, hey, even though we have these really, really great trades, they will go up like rockets and fall like rocks. And you have to make sure you have the right tools to, one, catch them on the right time, and two, know to get out at the right time because otherwise these down moves are just treacherous. And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter if it goes up later. You just got wiped out. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I... It's, it is a little disheartening because a lot of people are getting in and they're treating the stock market like lottery tickets, right? And that, that does concern me. Um, but then also as well is the other end of the, the spectrum. Let's say you've done really well. And I saw a news article about this. It was a man who um, he was buying out of the money calls and something and he had done really well. And he decided to get two second mortgages on his home. And he basically started with like $7,000 and ended up with over 900,000. He was great. Everything's awesome. And then within like two or three weeks, it was all all gone, all of it. And yeah. it's like he wanted to put the blame on someone else, right? He wanted to put the blame <laughs> on Robin Hood because that's the, the broker he was using. And it's like, this is not Robin Hood's fault, sir. You didn't yeah. know what you were doing. You got really lucky. And then you also didn't know how to get out. 
there was one article we saw where somebody was saying, hey, you know, can I, I was going to buy this stock, right? Can I return it if I don't like it, if it doesn't do what I want it to do? <laughs> I think I saw and, that too. Yeah. And, and, you know, these are the things that we're kind of like, uh, we've, who, those of us who've been in for a long time have been like, wow, you know, this is not, this is not a simple thing. We want to make sure that people know what's going on. Because when I started, I definitely lost money. I lost a lot of money. And I even lost money because I pushed the wrong button. And so mm -hmm. I tell people when you first get into this, don't use real cash because your psychology is tied to that cash and you're going to have a real issue when it starts fluctuating. So make sure you kind of figure out what you're doing before you add cash to it because then also you need to make sure that you know your trading platform because you'll press the wrong button just like I did when I was starting and you might lose a few thousand. Dude, I just I did that last week. I'm not joking. <laughs> I I was uh, I was on vacation and on my iPad and I'm I'm trying to put in some some trailing stop orders. And rather than like a, uh, let's say, let's say something's trading at 200, I was trying to put it in at like 195, you know, trailing stop order. And, and I put it in a market order and like instantly filled. And I'm like, ah, this is not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I, was, I was pretty irritated about that. But well, yeah, it, I mean, the, it happens. The problem with the, 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 the tablets and touch screens, you know, sometimes might, you might bump the screen somewhere or you got a lot of options. You don't know what you're trying to fill in here. You got to make sure you know your trading platform because I tell you, if you guys are trading options and you're going to be doing straddles or strangles or, you know, call debit spreads and all these kind of fancy things, you need to make sure you know what that looks like on your trading platform and how to get out of them. That's the biggest thing is, well, if it starts to go against you and something's wrong, how do you get out of it? What do you need to do? And that's where it comes that you need to make sure you understand your platform oh without a doubt and and you know there there's so many so many variables when you come to options right it's uh it's it can be awesome but it can also be uh horrible <laughs> at the same time and you are you're a you're a stock guy so why do you stick with stock over options for exactly that reason. I yeah. <laughs> just don't want to deal with the complexity of options. I know that there are a lot of beautiful things about it. Of course, the leverage is great when it works your way, but then the leverage is also pretty bad when it doesn't. And I don't know, I've just never had a good time with the extra moving parts and components. And really, when I started learning how to trade the market, I just said, look, if I can just understand how price is going to move, how to read the charts, where it's going to go, then, you know, later I can trade options. I can do whatever I need to do then. But I'm just going to stick with the simple and the linear. For me, that's the big deal, that it's linear. The, the dollars move like $1 up, $1 down. I don't have to worry about theta. I don't have to worry about implied volatility. I don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Stuff. And so it just makes it a whole lot easier for me to say, hey, one tick up, one dollar up. And I just go with that. Now, that being said, I have a lot of people who follow me who trade options and they're very sophisticated and they're smart. They know how to trade. They know how to trade options. But what they want to do, because they maybe have a full time job or you know, maybe they haven't had all the years of experience that I had. They want me to do the legwork of scouring the market because that's what I love to do and actually bringing these good trades to them, good setups and say, hey, this is the setup that I see based on my Moxie method and you can go take it and you can go apply any kind of fancy trade you want to it knowing, uh, with the idea that this is going to happen this direction and what I believe it's going to do. Mm, that makes sense. So so when people want to learn uh, about more about the, the 100K a day trade, 100K in one day trade, uh, then go to the webinar. So tell me everything that's in the webinar that you cover on this. Yeah, so simplertrading.com slash single for the $100,000 in a single day. You guys go check it out there. we got a replay. I'm going to be doing another one coming up next week. And then I've got a big class that I have teaching about everything that has changed in this market. That's going to be on August 8th. So be sure to sign up and check that out. 
you know, I have my method. I've been using this method for years. I have a big following with it. I think it really resonates with people because I'm more of an engineer. I kind of think, you know, nuts and bolts, black and white. And that's how I've kind of dissected the market along with the Moxie indicator and my Moxie method. But this market has now changed since the COVID crash, since the Fed is pumping in billions and trillions of dollars. And since the stimulus money is making its way into the stock market through individual people, through individual traders and all these new traders, we also have zero commissions. So you got to think about, we have all these, you know, it doesn't cost any money to trade anymore. And so it doesn't, you know, people can come in and out of the market willy nilly and not have to worry about any cost. So we get some kind of weird different uh, vibes going on in the market. And then we have all this QE stimulus and it just has put a different behavior in the market and the market is also much quicker now. I mm -hmm. used to love the daily and hourly chart. Now I'm having to step down to lower time frames and these are the things that I want to be able to show people say, hey, you know, even me as a professional who've been doing this for a long time, I suddenly had to look at this new market and say, wow, what is going on and what do I need to do to capture this stuff? And so it took me a little bit of kind of figuring out, I had to write down some new rules and kind of adjust what I was doing, but I got on top of it quickly. I adapted and it's, it's now turned out to be one of the best seasons I've ever had. Well, there you go. That That's a, a smart way to play it, TG, just being being flexible with the market because, I mean, what, what may work today may not work tomorrow. And, and being smart enough to identify that is, is really key, right? You're not going to be left behind when, uh, man, what was, I was talking to, to Jack last week and he had such a great point. He was saying, you know, the, the new safety trade is no longer uh, bonds or, well, it seems like gold at the moment, but no longer gold or bonds, but it's Netflix and Apple and Amazon, right? And I was like, you know, I think you've got a really good point there because like, like as a millennial, people don't care about bonds. People don't care about gold or shiny coins, things like that, but they do love using their Netflix. And I know my wife has already ordered eight things on Amazon today. So it seems like those could be the new safety trades. And and I I did like the the idea of that. It made a lot of sense to me. And then I think about my father-in-law. He uh, he was a gold bug. Oh my gosh, he was a gold bug. Uh, he he was all about. I'm not going to invest in a bank. I'm not going to do 401k. He was all about gold coins. So he uh, he he was the opposite of that. So it's I. You know, like I say, it, it's the difference between your your grandfather's methodology and you know the new school uh, Robinhood traders. I guess you could say that. And I don't mean right. that in a derogatory term. It's yeah. just think about access. Think about it. what uh, you like. Our parents and our grandparents were dealing with. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have tech companies. What they knew were bonds, and they had gold. And we used to be on the gold standard, and we used to have you know hard cash related to gold. And everything has kind of changed. So our generation doesn't really think about bonds. Do you think parents or grandparents still give saving bonds to their no. to their kids? I mean, I got one when I was a kid, but you know, I'm a little bit on the higher end of the millennial spectrum. And then you think about well, gold. I mean, they don't they don't know anything about gold necessarily. Does that really resonate? Um, you know, maybe right now we did take the gold trade, but they know Netflix. They they. They use these things, they're companies they're familiar with. It's like back when Coca-Cola was the company you go invested in. It's back when GE was the company you invested in because those are the companies that you know, you loved, and you used. Nowadays, everybody knows Amazon and Netflix and Apple, and they love them and they use them. So that's kind of the new currency for this new generation.
That makes a lot of sense, TG. I, I'm on this train now. I think things have shifted. So <laughs> I've written a short guide on how you can use the triple stock profit system. It's the secret weapon every investor needs right now to change your financial future. And you can get it for free by visiting triplestockprofits.com or in the links below. Also, if you want to join a community of traders just like you, you can get free access to the elite membership that has even more resources to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So TG, we want people to go and check out the webinar. You said it was simplytrading.com slash single. Single, yeah. right. And uh, there you will learn all about TG's uh, awesome plane ride, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good plane trade. It was the one time, the one and only time so far that I've actually had to spend $15 for airplane internet. And I think it was worth it. I think it worked out all right. I think you got a pretty handsome <laughs> ROI on that one. Yeah, I think I did. Well, TG, this has been great. I, I really recommend people to go and uh, check out the webinar. I certainly will be as well to learn more about TG and, and all the stuff that he's putting out there. Uh, this has been a, a, a great chat today, TG. I look forward to, to doing more in the future. Of course, till next time. Yes, absolutely. And thank you guys for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks and interviews just like this to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you in the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit timminutestocktrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.